Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so thrilled about the show today with Jennifer Noel Taylor joining me here today. Chief Magical Officer of Quantum Touch, Inc., um, I've talked a lot about her over the years. I am so thrilled. She's also back doing a show with us, a podcast. It's crazy good. Um, but when you take a yes, meaning like here's your life, over here is yes, over here is no, and anything in the middle is still no. If it's not yes, pretty much it's pretty much no. But when you take the journey and you start to look at your life as the world of possibilities and then walk through the door. Sometimes what you do is you will say yes to something you've never done before or talk about something you've never spoke about before or open up doors you never thought would even open before. And when you do that, sometimes doors close. But what if today's show, even learning from one of the most amazing people, you know, that really orchestrates the energy of leadership in the Quantum Touch organization, now you're coming forward and you're talking about something that I love and I'm a work in progress on. I will tell you right now, reframe, change your story, change your life. That's what we're talking about. Jennifer, I'm so excited about this. I got to learn some stuff from you today. Great. Well, thanks for having me. I love, I love your show. I love being on the show. I love doing shows and um, yeah. Um, I, I can't wait to talk about this topic because it's something that's really near and dear to my heart. And um, it's something that I, I use and um, it has interesting results, amazing results, interesting results. Uh, so yeah, I'd love to dive yeah. right in and talk. Let's about get right this. in because I want to get at the, the main question here that, you know, look, when I learned this, I can't tell you when I learned it, but it's been like a work in progress on a regular basis. I think I learned, I think I learned this mostly when I made the decision to get clean and sober the first time, you know, when I, when I started down that pathway, it was very different. But if somebody talked to me the way you're going to talk today, it would have made life so much dang easier. How do you change your story and why? So let's get into it. Like, how do we, but more importantly, let's get to the why part, if we could tease that a little bit, because it does change sure. our why. Well, yeah, sure. So I was reflecting on this. So I was uh, watching Tony Robbins and Tony Robbins said, to change your life, you need to change your story, change your state and change your strategy. And um, a lot of people uh, talk about how to change your state, meaning like, you know, if you're in a bad mood, how to get into a better mood. A lot of people talk about strategy. There's tons of stuff out there on strategy. I didn't see a lot on story. And I realized that if you're not able to change your story, you can't change your strategy or your state very well, because that's where I was getting stuck. And your story is that script that tends to run your life 
that tends to make decisions for you. Sometimes we're not even aware of these scripts. They're sometimes they're subconscious. They're they're under the surface. But it's like that idea that every business I've ever tried, I've failed. I only date unavailable men, so these unavailable men keep showing up, or these recurring patterns in our life that no matter how we try to change our strategy, it doesn't change. And that was the question point for me is why do people just repeat these patterns despite their best efforts? And to me, that's why we have to focus on our story. Yeah. I want to do a true confession. I'd love for you to talk about it. And I didn't know it till I got some outside help from a, a woman who became my therapist during some of the toughest times of my life, like 1987 till about 1993. And she became my therapist, literally saved my life from an abusive relationship, loss of a job. I mean, there's so many things she helped me with. Uh, making the decision to move from Jersey to Seattle, that one. But here's a perspective that changed. I was carrying something from my dad's legacy. My dad had a very important and lucrative trucking business and lost it all. So I was carrying a money story that it didn't matter what I was going to make, I was going to lose it all. And I think a lot of people carry the money story. But when you can change a perspective, and boy, I guess I came out of the gate with a hard one, huh? But once you can look at that change in perspective, it has many different ways to alter the shape and trajectory of your life. I gave one example, but let's talk about some of the examples we go through every day and some of the things you're doing to help people change perspectives like that. So typically what I feel like is when we want to manifest something, when we want, like, let's say you want a partner, you want to get out of debt, you want, you know, money saved for a down payment or whatever it is, um, two things happen. One is it just manifests. You've set the intent and, and it, you know, you're, you're running the right energy and it manifests. Or a lot of times what happens is it, it doesn't manifest. And then I believe what's in the way shows up instead. So if you want to manifest, let's say a life partner and you keep, you know, these, these unavailable men show up, but that's my story. You know, these unavailable men keep showing up. Uh, then it's, then the question is, you know, why? And that to me is you need to dig deeper into what scripts are you running? And sometimes those are hard to, to find, you know, in my case, when, when unavailable men kept showing up in my life, it was, uh, people would say, well, you must be unavailable. And I'm like, well, that's so annoying. I, I don't think I'm it's unavailable. Like, like that's the most <laughs> annoying thing. Like coaches or healers would say, you're unavailable. And I'm like, I feel available, you know? Yeah. So the thing is then what's really going on under the surface that attracts the same situation over and over again. And I changed my strategy and you know, I would try to date men I wasn't attracted to, or to try to change the whole strategy and, and it still ended up the same result. So it seemed like no matter what I did and money problems, I think a lot of people run into that as well, that they try to save money. They try to pay off debt and then something happens in their life that kind of uh, makes their efforts mm-hmm. you know, unworkable. And, and it's just these outside events, it seems like. And it's usually because I feel like you have some sort of script you're not aware of that you're running that says, like you said, you know, everything fails. And uh, it's catching those scripts. And so that's, that's where I like to focus. How do you catch these scripts and, and unravel them? 
now let's talk about this because you just shared a bit about your story. So I want to continue with you along that, if you don't mind, because if we don't finish the story, then people are not going to know, like, one, we're going to go through the process you use, but you did change your story in your script because you're in a different situation now, correct? Well, it's a relationship. I'm engaged <laughs> to be married. So um, that's a different script than um, a lot of the past. Um, and so I had to go through the process of how do I change this fundamental story that I've yeah. been running. And um, I, uh, I believe the, the process, you can start it with what, what are you triggered by? So if you're looking at your money situation or me relationship situations, I was triggered by certain actions and these actions could even happen on a, on a daily basis, you know, a bad date or a guy you're trying to date and he doesn't call and, and it's the same feeling, you know, frustration or anger. And um, I had to look at the bottom of that feeling. So that's part of, I, ha I have a multi-step process to deal wow. with. You know, when do you want to create? How do you deal with the triggers? How do you find the story underneath the triggers? So that's, um, I had to work with my own story there. And, you know, one of the things today, too, we're going to go through what the process is, and we're going to talk about triggers, then we're going to talk about what you do with them. Because a lot of times when we look at processes, we don't really take people through them. You know, we get hooked up on what the trigger is, but then we don't really go to the next step, which Jennifer is going to talk about today. But also, I want to let everybody know that there are free 30 consultations to people who would like to explore the reframe process. And I can't tell you how timely this is. There are so many people right now that I'm speaking with and women I work with that don't know where to start. They just know something is in the way. And the fact that you have outlined this process is exactly what people need. I can't really speak to, I don't coach, I coach two men. And so, you know, but I can talk to, you know, the 20 women that I coach and I will talk to you about the fact that without this process, it's almost like this loop that you get caught in, right? Trigger, okay, mm -hmm. back again. Trigger, okay, back again. How did, can I ask, how did you discover this process? Well, it, it's been a long um, uh, road. Um, part of it was uh, I was generating the same reality over and over again. I was, I was attracting the worst thing you can attract was a bunch of sexual predators. Like, so I'm not, not even unavailable men, but I kept on attracting scenarios mm. where men would violate my boundaries in, in major ways. And, um, and I had to look at, you know, my, my own energy on that. And um, I guess the, the monster of all attractions happened, you know, one day where somebody broke into my house in the middle of the night and that was like a, a sexual predator to the max. Wow. And so I looked at like, why do I keep, you know, attracting the same situation over and over again. And um, this is where it started because I realized that I was in a pattern that was, what well, was horrible. It was a horrible pattern. And um, the hard part, first of all, is realizing that I was attracting this. It wasn't just random that I was responsible. So I had to take responsibility. Um, the second thing that I realized was that what was going in my heart was that I had uh, feelings of hurt and frustration, anger that, that ran so deep. I was so incredibly angry at men. And, and so this, this anger, the universe was 
was uh, showing me how angry I was by what was happening outside of myself, right? So this anger was attracting really negative situations. I believe that when we're super angry about something, we tend to attract really negative situations, even if we have a happy demeanor. When we're really angry, uh, we we tend to attract really negative things. So um, my anger was was just it was it was in my heart. I wasn't even fully aware of it even, but it was just this resting yeah. in my heart, this intense like anger. And um, I decided to face it instead of just brushing it under the surface. So I was definitely triggered by all these predators and, and great anger, hurt, sadness that that whole trigger. Yeah. And so I spent three days, once I got to the bottom of realizing that that was there, I spent three days fully feeling it. And, and this is one of the keys, because if, if you can fully feel your emotions as if you're spending it, so uh, you, you relax into the feeling and then you, you release it. So um, Michael Singer wrote a book, The Untethered Soul. He oh talks about a process called relax and release, right? Yeah. So, um, I love that. And, and so it's the same thing. You like relax into the feeling and release it. And so when you get triggered to fully release the emotional energy around it, and part of that after that is the forgiveness. So if we're not willing to forgive the whole situation, we forgive ourselves, forgive the people who, you know, quote unquote wronged us. If, if you just, you know, release the emotion, but you're not willing to forgive, it just comes up again. It just keeps, you just keep on getting triggered, right? Again so this is the and again part. and again, again right? right? So, so yes, it, it just keeps coming up. And so this is the hard part for a lot of people is actually forgiveness because uh, you want justice. You know, I, I wanted justice with all these scenarios. I wanted it to be right. I wanted, you know, God to smite them. And um, instead of that, I thought, really because my unwillingness to forgive i'll just keep attracting it because forgiveness releases the frequency of energy that attracts whatever it is you don't want so forgiveness is for us too it's not just you know for other people it's for us it's primarily to shed that burden in our heart and so so if you're triggered the first uh, thing to do is to relax into the emotion release the feeling so you get neutral and then do a forgiveness process on it. So be willing to forgive what's going on and, and release that to the universe as well. So mm-hmm. you get neutral with that trigger. And that can take, it took me uh, uh, several days on this one, you know, just to get to, to deal with the full, you know, extent of my rage and, and to release it. And then I did a forgiveness process and it, and it released the whole pattern. Yeah. And then I stopped attracting it. Yeah, almost immediately, I bet. I love talking about this. We're going to take a short break and continue this to talk about what does it mean when you can really touch on this process and really watch yourself go through it, just like Jennifer just described. And you watch yourself go through it and you see these nuances of things that shift or you feel them, right? Or you just know them. And, and you get to that one that we're talking about where you relax into the feeling and release it. And this is one of the things we'll talk about. I love Untethered Soul. I like that. The book is incredible. But what do we learn from the art of forgiveness? What do we learn that it is? And what do we learn that it isn't? Because I love what you said. You know, this is a process you go through for you. 
people think you go through it for the other person. And by the way, they never even know that you're doing it. It's just like, it's not even on their radar. That doesn't mean you condone the act. When we come back, we're going to talk about these free 30 consultations that Jennifer is offering, how you can plug into them. And then we'll talk about can you even identify the trigger? What does a trigger feel like for you? It can come up in the grocery store. It could come up driving a car. It could come up any, watching a movie. It doesn't matter. It could come back up watching the Olympics. It doesn't matter. You just, you can't predict when that is going to come up. But when it does, what do you do to identify it? And how do you move to the next step? Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. Life can be demanding, but sometimes our wheels are spinning and we're too focused on making them turn to notice we're stuck in the mud. Tune into The Pause with me, Ellen Wyoming Deloy, every second and fourth Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. Learn how to stop, reflect, and start moving forward with intention. And if you're really looking to jumpstart your personal development, schedule a free coaching consultation with me at ellenwyomingdeloy.com. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx on transformationtalkradio.com. Join Jennifer Noel Taylor on the hit show, Quantum Touch Radio, supercharging your life on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You'll take a quantum journey as well as reveal powerful yet simple steps to create more abundance, better health, emotional and mental vibrancy and happier relationships using universal quantum touch principles. For more information, visit QuantumTouch.com. Did you know that each Enneagram type has a different worldview, different patterns of thinking, feeling, and behaving? They also have essential qualities that are unique to their type. Understanding this helps us develop more tolerance, respect, and appreciation for ourselves and others. Renee Siegel works with individuals, couples, families, and groups using the Enneagram to build better relationships as a tool in addiction recovery. Visit urepurepotential.com for more info. It's time to shake out your money-making truth on Soul Wisdom Abundance with Jennifer Bloom, creating wealth from spiritual health on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show is more than your roadmap to success. It's your compass to abundance through joy and ease. Jennifer Bloom teaches you about the soul's relationship to money and wealth and how improving that relationship serves both you and the world. Learn more at JenniferBloom.com.
Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Jennifer, before we kind of go ahead and we talk about this process, um, first of all, how do people find out about you? How do they find out about your show? And then we're going to talk a little bit about the free consultations. So give folks a little bit information about what you're up to. Yeah, so I'm experimenting with this reframe process. And so as part of that, um, I'd love to see if I can guide some people through it. So I'm offering some uh, free uh, consultations. So if you're interested, you can email me at jennifer at quantumtouch.com and we can set it up at a time that works for you. We'll do it over Zoom. And uh, that brings me to where this uh, really got started was I do uh, run a company where we teach energy healing. So quantumtouch.com, it's very um, great method of working with energy. And a lot of this trigger stuff is energy. So we talk a lot about physical healing with quantum touch. And then I'm going into, well, how can we change our energy in real life and, and change our circumstances? So that's, I grew out of energy healing and now I'm exploring more of the emotional side of it, the emotional process work. I want to ask you a couple of questions. I want to get right back to this, to the process. Um, I've shared with the listeners that over the 18 month period, I, I looked at it as an opportunity to get some things done that I wouldn't have normally done. Uh, one is get two new knees, right? You know, I've been an athlete most of my life and uh, injured my left knee at a very young age playing softball. And I just looked at this opportunity and I said, why not? Right. I'm not going to be able to go anywhere. I can't play anything. You know, we were very fortunate to set up a remote operation before COVID. And so I went and got that done. But it's really interesting in the recovery now. I'm uh, my right knee was done in March. My left knee was done in December. And I'm starting to become more active. But I'm really noticing the triggers around this. Now I've got two, whatever kind of thing is in those knees and there's absolutely nothing wrong with them. So why am I not doing the things that are of the intensity that I'd like to do? So I talked about this the other day and it starts with identifying the trigger. Can you talk about this a little bit? Because sometimes it's not what we think. You know, sometimes the triggers are not dramatic. For example, in my case, Maybe I get a little twinge in my right knee as I'm playing the sport that I love. And that leads me to either continuing or stopping. This is how powerful triggers are, aren't they? Well, yeah, so triggers, usually I feel like triggers usually happen when something occurs outside of ourselves and we have a very strong emotional reaction to it. And it could be a, a, like any kind of emotional reaction is a, is a trigger, but it's usually a negative reaction that we want to pay attention to. And it's usually also a lot of times it's not necessarily the intensity of our emotions doesn't necessarily match what happened. So somebody cuts you off in traffic, which uh, is, is, you know, an example that I think we get triggered by a lot and our emotional intensity is like, rawr like people flipping people off or whatever. And, and that I think people get really triggered by that. So it's finding whatever in your life that you get triggered by. And uh, that can happen on an hourly basis or a daily basis, or it just depends on that. And so this to me, our triggers are clues into 
what's going on with our life, like why we aren't creating what we want to create. So no matter if the trigger is trivial or, or broad, it's still, I, I believe they're little, they're little clues into what's, um, what's holding us back. What happens when we start to look at this? And I love that you're really looking at this for a human, from the human perspective, from the human potential perspective. Um, and I also want to talk with you a little bit about the power behind this in healing the body. Because, you know, one of these, one of these outcomes might be that, yes, you change your perspective on your partner or you change your perspective on money. But maybe there's something that's being stored inside of oneself that's causing the body to act in a certain way. Doesn't this process also address that as well? Yeah, it can also address health stuff. You know, um, I haven't had a lot of health stuff that I've been dealing with, so I've used it more for relationships, which has been my area of pain <laughs> in my life. Um, <laughs> but um, we've, seen, we've seen a lot of uh, scenarios where, let's say, uh, knee pain or, or some sort of sciatica pain or, or there's some kind of chronic, it's usually with chronic conditions, usually there's an unprocessed emotion behind it. So to me, my chronic condition was really bad relationships. Yeah. And so there was unprocessed anger and resentment and, and hurt that was just projecting into my relationships. For some people, it's medical stuff, you know, physical pain or, or other issues that uh, it, it's like the pain is stored in the body rather than released from the system. So we've seen a lot of that with quantum touch where people have these chronic conditions and um, they process the emotions behind it and, and the condition releases. So I think it does, you know, have physical repercussions as well as life repercussions and money repercussions, but it's usually our own emotional um, stuff that, that prevents, you know, things from healing. So like our natural state, I believe health is our natural state. And the only thing in the way is us and our emotional energy and like blocked energy. And so releasing that can help restore our body to health. It gets rid of the kinks in the hose and lets the body kind of flow the energy. You know, and part of the last part as we continue this is this is where I love to hear that you've identified this process. Because when we go through even identifying the trigger, right, and the feeling behind it and relax and release, there's this other big part, right? There's this way we talk about it or the way we look at it or the way that we have the story going on in our mind. And a lot of times we don't go to that next step. We don't go to, oh, let me change. Oh, I have to change my story now because I had this mm -hmm. story and I need to work on writing a new story. That right there is the significant key to so many things. And that's the mm -hmm. step you've identified after you go through identifying the trigger, the feeling behind it, relax the feeling, release it. Then there's this next part. What did you yeah, find so about that, the story? Yeah, so after that, so the story is typically locked in with a lot of emotion. That's why I, I like to tell people to release the emotion, release the, you know, do the forgiveness process. And then the yeah. story almost becomes a, a very light. Like it's just now an idea rather than this truth. Because the emotion is what creates truth around that story. So once you release the story, 
the emotion, then you can look at, wow, I was running the story that all men are evil sexual predators. And that, you know, so identifying that story about why are you, why am I so upset? Well, it's this story that's creating the upset. And we all run into the stories on a regular basis. And um, like, for example, if somebody cuts you off in traffic, you're saying, well, that person just people suck. You know, that could be a story that, you know, gets triggered by that, but you realize you have this script running that people are out to get me or whatever script tends to come up when, uh, when you get triggered. Cause normally when we get triggered, there's always some sort of thing we tell ourselves that's going on and, uh, paying attention to that inner dialogue. So, um, if you get triggered by something small, that story is actually kind of usually pretty big. So someone cuts you off in traffic, people are evil, people don't care, whatever that is. And then that your emotion around that, that, that not that feeling is what holds that story into place because part of you may believe that people are evil or people uh, are not nice or me, I believe men were all evil. And uh, so of course you're not going to get married if that's what you believe in, you know? So, um, I like to say, identify the story. And then once you've released a lot of the emotion behind it, you can ask yourself, is that story really true? Question your story, you know, and if it's not held in a place by these strong emotions, it'll seem like, well, that story wasn't really true. I just had this belief around it and these emotions around it, but you kind of separate yourself from that story a little bit and releasing the feelings allows you to do that. So a lot of times I look at the stories that I tell myself and you know, I, I kind of deal with the emotions and then I'm like, well, that story's, there's plenty of examples where there's tons of people who are married and happily married. And so I'm, I'm running this story that's, that's not true. And uh, getting to that and, and, and allowing yourself to entertain other ideas mm. is a big step. I love that you're talking about this because one of the things that struck me as, as you were speaking is this this portal that opens up possibilities when we can do this right it's like we're cut off from any other way of thinking about it because we're holding on to this particular story and the trigger and ever and the feeling and everything that goes with them we're here we're in this we're here like in that box right that's us in there about a topic in your case about relationships right but what happens is as we start to go through the process and I hear you talk about it, it's like one side of the box disappears, then another side of the box disappears, right? And it opens up for a different perspective. And really that leads to how do we create something different? So how do we move from I'm changing my story and oh, wow, I'm now manifesting what I really want. Right. So once you realize that, so usually you don't manifest what you want because you have these stories locked in by strong emotions that tell you that you can't have what you really want. So, you know, I want to get married. Oh, but I believe all men are evil. Doesn't work. You know, that, that, that doesn't work as far as the story. Um, So if you're allowed to like release the emotions behind that story and realize that your story may be false, putting in a, a different story, like, wow, it could be possible to be with a nice man you start implanting the idea that you're not locked into a certain reality based on your emotions, that you can create something else. So I think all you need to do to manifest what you want is just get out of the way. And we've been told that multiple times by spiritual teachers, just, you just got to get out of the way. 
And um, what that really means is you got to release the emotions that are in the way of what you want. And so that's why I believe the law of attraction is awesome, except sometimes, you know, just doing the visualizations and holding the space doesn't work because you got all these kind of negative emotions in the way. So once you release everything in the way, I think it tends to manifest without you doing a whole lot more, except, you know, you understand what you want. So um, the law of attraction does work. You can, you can actually connect with what you want, but you got to let go of all the negativity around it first. So that's why I believe in like releasing the emotions and releasing the story. You know, um, I, I was looking at a couple of things in preparation for the show and I realized that um, every day we are faced with these possibilities. Some of them are real game changers, like, like what you described in relationships. That's like a major life event, so to speak, right? I mean, it's like holding the impression, speaking with someone over the weekend, holding the impression that I'm never going to find the job I love. I mean, and then the story behind it, right? Because then there are stories behind it. Um, but we really are talking about the process that has an end game of literally changing in the material world something, our lives, our jobs, whatever it is, and how to manifest this. This is really what we're talking about. Even if it is working on relationships and aspects of it, what you really want is you want a great relationship with someone. So you want to be able to change those things. But the process in itself, this is where we look at why we don't manifest and what we can do to manifest what we want, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Sometimes like I, I get um, customers that call in since we're about physical healing, I'll, I'll do a couple more examples. Um, they call in and, and they're really frustrated and angry about their condition. Well, that, that frustration and anger locks that into place, right? Their emotions are so strong that you can't help but have that condition because you're so frustrated and angry and you got all these strong emotions that locks into that pattern into place, right? So if you, if you start to release the anger and frustration and, and get out of the way, your body will, will naturally heal itself. So that's one example. Another was money. So I was struggling with money for a long time too. I was really uh, like, I was in a lot of debt and I didn't have any saved. And um, I had a, a story that like, I'll never have any money type of story, like a lot of scarcity consciousness from, um, I was we, we kind of were brought up in a family where we said, we can't afford that. Right. Um, and uh, I, I'm sure a lot of people were that way. And, you know, bless, bless their hearts. My parents really tried. It was just always, what I picked up was this kind of this feeling of scarcity. So in my real life, instead of saying, I can't afford this, I'm going to put it on the credit card and pretend I can't afford it. And, um, but I still had that same scarcity script running. And so um, I had to get down to that, story of wow i need to release that whole like emotional charge about i can't afford this and um i i did that and uh you know i i got out of debt and saved money and i think it i think it can and money seemed the, the thing that i'm trying to get is money seemed a lot more fluid after i did that it didn't seem like the scarce thing that i could have none of money to me started to feel 
like, oh, well, I could do this and bring this in and, and money started to feel really more, a lot more fluid. So you can create space in your reality for other things to manifest when you release the emotions around it. And uh, so a lot of that's about creating space to give the space for other things to come in. And that's what I love about releasing the feelings and, and recognizing that your story is not necessarily right. Yeah. And I know we all want to be right. You know, if you see a lot of debates going on right now and a lot of the craziness, like everyone wants to be right about their opinion, but the idea that maybe I'm not right. Um, sometimes that's really humbling, but um, there could yeah. be different stories that are better for us. Right. And that's what I love about this because um, I want to talk to you about this when we come back, because we call in an, a thing, an intention. We call in an intention. I remember this. I mean, it's a really older story from 2001, right after I graduated. But it was it's a perfect representation of what you're saying. You know, I had done this body of research, and I really wanted it to be published. I wanted the world to know what we discovered in this. And there were, there were three ways we could do it. And so off my committee sends me to the, they send me over there to the academy management. They're like, you got to keep, you've got to publish it. And I thought, oh my gosh, really? And so there were a couple of ways to, to do this. And so you send in the form and you send in the papers and you do all the right things. And I was holding the intention because this is what my committee chair wanted. I was holding the intent, the intention for the paper to get an to, to, to get some award, right? Because I didn't know any better. I just wanted the word to get out. I, I wanted people to know about what we discovered about broken promises in corporations. I mean, quantitative, that's all I wanted. And I really wanted it. But we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, there's something so interesting that happened with that. And I want to ask you about it. Sometimes you can hold an intention for something and the energy of it is right there. But that one thing you think you've asked for that's going to make the difference you don't get. And you might get something else better. When we come back, I don't know if you did this with relationship. When we come back, let's talk about how to get what you're asking for or something better, even if you don't know what the thing is. Jennifer, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. When we come back, we're going to tell you how you can work with Jennifer. It's really kind of cool if you just can learn how to change your story. What a difference. We'll tell you about that when we come back, too. We'll be right back. You know, marriage is not always easy, but skills that improve communication go a long way. Tune in to The Relationship Rehab Show, Recovering Happiness in Your Love with Nancy Landrum and Dr. Pat each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Nancy is an author and teacher empowering couples to create and sustain loving marriages. Learn to listen, speak, and handle conflict with respect so your love can flourish. To learn more about Nancy and her work, visit nancylandrum.com. Imagine you are a ball of steel, smooth, small, and cool to the touch. Your life will soften you with fire. You will take hits that shape you. You will be forged into a powerful, purposeful work of art. Tune in to Forging a Life with Coach Christine Clark. Joining Dr. Pat Basile in a three-part series, Truths in the Creation of Katana, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Christine Clark 
a gifted, engaging speaker and trainer who has forged her life in the fires of self-employment will take you on a journey to exploring the internal, mental, and emotional blocks that stand between us and a life of significance through an analogy of the process of crafting a traditional Japanese sword or katana. For more information about Christine, visit sunglowtransformation.com. Did you know that each Enneagram type has a different worldview, different patterns of thinking, feeling, and behaving? They also have essential qualities that are unique to their type. Understanding this helps us develop more tolerance, respect, and appreciation for ourselves and others. Renee Siegel works with individuals, couples, families, and groups using the Enneagram to build better relationships as a tool in addiction recovery. Visit urepurepotential.com for more info. How many times do you find yourself saying, it was nothing, or just doing my job, when really you knocked it out of the park? How did you get like this? Next time someone tells you great job, you'll know how to accept it and not deflect it by listening to Courage to be Seen Radio with host Sherry Clark. Sherry Clark is an experienced global engineering leader, coach, and mentor. From her experiences one-on-one coaching to corporate consulting and executive coaching, Sherry has learned many women need at least three things to discover and face success. Learn about the ACES program, how to survive male-dominated fields with grace and authenticity, and reach the top without ever once giving up on who you are. Courage to be Seen host Sherry Clark explores the awesome power of your entire self and how far you can go by being more you. Check out her website, CourageToBeSeen.com. You have the courage to be seen. See you later. Hey, everybody, change your story, change your story. And, you know, let's talk about change your story. But before we do, Jennifer, please, how can people work on, sign up with you for these free 30 consultations? Please let folks know about how they can do that. So, yeah, so right now you can email me at Jennifer at QuantumTouch.com. And we can set up a free 30 minute consultation and uh, working with the reframe process. I want to talk about this next topic, uh, quantumtouch.com, everyone. I want to talk about this manifestation because you're, I know you're talking about relationships now, but you, this is a process that even before you started to look at the process, you've really been living a life of this. I mean, when I think about you and quantum touch, I mean, I could see it, right? You know, I could see how these things came into place for that to happen. And, you know, changing a story does more than, oh, I think I'm going to change my story. Can you help us connect the dots between what happens when we can do that and follow the process you talked about and what happens in our life now? Right. So a lot of people are dissatisfied or unhappy with some aspect of their life. That's like me too. Um, you know, that's my thing, right? Um, oh boy, yeah, yeah. And so we want something to change, and so we set the intent, saying, "All right, I'd, I'd like a, a million dollars or whatever it is that we we want to change." And it it then we get frustrated because it doesn't change. That's what I've noticed that we seem to be doing the old pattern rather than a new pattern, and. Uh, so then, and then we set out to maybe change our strategy. You know, we try to cut back expenses or save more money, but a lot of times that tends to fail because the story underneath it is, is still the same. 
So we may try to change our financial strategy, but the story is saying, well, we'll never be wealthy or we'll never have money or we'll always be living paycheck to paycheck. And that story is, is usually running the show despite our best efforts to make changes. And the reason why that story runs the show is because there's a lot of emotional energy behind that story. So I believe the universe runs off of energy. So it tends to, what we create our lives tends to be a creation based on where the most energy is. So what I'm suggesting is if we can release a lot of that emotional energy around what we don't want. So the frustration, the pain, the anger, the uh, do a forgiveness process on that. You, you have now created more space for a different energy to come in. And so if you can release your frustration, anger over, you know, whatever's in the way with your money, you know, I'm frustrated because I never get ahead or, or you have to forgive your spouse or whatever it is that is going on there, getting the emotions and, and getting that to a place where you're not running a lot of energy around it. Then you have that space to say, okay, well now I'm going to create this story and create some positive momentum around a different story. So I feel like that's why it works is because we're, we're getting out of the way. We're, we're siphoning off the energy that that's creating our current reality and giving space for a new energy to come in. Yeah. And you said something really interesting before, and I, I want to get back to it and talk about it in the context of living our everyday life. Sometimes, you know, we hold on to these energies and it could be about things that, you know, we have some control over, like the political arena, right? And, you know, we have this energy that's get built up and we don't quite, we don't even see it, right? We don't see it being built up, but if something happens politically that we're not happy about, we go from zero to 160 miles per hour on it. And yet, mm -hmm. even if it's only for a five minute period, doesn't that still have an effect? I believe that when you get triggered by something, even something that's not in your life, like a political decision, the reason why you get triggered is because you have an emotional story around something in your own life. So for example, if I get triggered because President Biden does something I don't like, usually it's because I believe I can't achieve what I want and it's his fault, right? We, we tend to go look outside of ourselves for why we can't get what we want in life. And a lot of it's saying, oh, well, now there's runaway inflation, so I'll never have money or whatever, you know, whatever that story is that's actually personal comes up for people. So yeah. I believe that's why people get triggered because if, if they didn't feel like it threatened something about their own survival or life, I don't think we would get so triggered. I think it would be neutral, but it's because we have these beliefs that, well, he did that. Now I can't achieve what I want in life. You know, it's Biden's fault or it's, it's, uh, you know, the anti-vaxxers or whatever we want to put blame on. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing that's coming up right now is like the anti-vaxxers are the reason why COVID is still going on. Well, I think looking deeper at that and, and removing the blame and saying, well, you know, what, what within me, I'm, what am I not getting what that I want because of COVID? Mm -hmm. And uh, that's a deeper question. And you can eliminate the blame and, and look at within yourself of what's not working in your life. And um, I think if we can move out of that blame and look more of processing our own feelings, we can still achieve what we want. The game's still winnable, right? 
the game is still winnable. And when we go to that perspective you just mentioned, we see that the game's still winnable. See, we can't see it when we're locked into that emotion. We, we can't see that they're literally, as an example, there are three doors. There's not just one door, right? And you got to figure out what's behind each door as you go through this and see these different perspectives. But if we are so emotionally attached, let me call it, on a perspective like, oh my gosh, everybody I seem to, I forgot your exact words, everybody I seem to date is unavailable. And that was the story you changed, right? And by changing that, by changing the story, by looking at the trigger, by looking at the emotional layers of that, you were able to look at how to release it. And then by changing your story, boy, you manifested a different deal, right? Mm -hmm. And and that's because I, you know, I was so locked in emotionally. I was so upset by unavailable men. That was the only pathway because I had all this emotional energy around around you know unavailable men so that was the only thing i was seeing it's almost like we're blinded by our emotions so if we're really like emotionally invested let's say in a certain outcome which i was very emotionally invested in unavailable men because that's where i was really triggered and that's all we see we could we could you know i i felt like i had the ability to convert an available men into an unavailable men because of my i had such a strong energy around it so I believe the universe follows our energy. So if we can like release that whole emotional energy around, you know, what we're frustrated by, we can put energy into something new. And uh, that's really hard to do because sometimes that frustration, anger, and pain, like for years and years and years runs very deep. And so getting to that place where we fully release it and, and do a forgiveness process can be difficult, but I think it's worth it because then your external reality you actually change your external reality by doing that Mm. manifest something different. You know, I I love that you've taken this topic on and that you really have, you know, created this passionate commitment to helping other people. And, you know, so often I think back in my life where, you know, I found myself running in place because personally you can't figure it out on your own. You know, if you have some tools, you can get some insight. Um, and just getting perspective, or in your case, setting up this process for people is a beautiful way for them to unlock those possibilities. Um, You know, I want to ask you this. The key is then, maybe, the fact that you keep manifesting the things you don't want. That's got to be like one of the keys, like the light bulb moments that go on, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, I think, just manifest the same unhappy thing over and over again. And that's too, that's, that's sad. And, 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 you know, I'm not perfect. There's, there's some patterns. I'm like, well, that's been going on for years. I'm working on unravel them. I'm certainly not perfect. But um, it's those things that are really annoying, because it's the same unhappy thing. So what I want to do is give people more freedom to, to release all those feelings and manifest something different. I'm all about freedom, all about no matter what's going on around us and the yeah. COVID and, and all the crazy. Um, I still believe we can manifest what we want and create a, a happy life. It's just, we got to release all that muck yeah. and, and get out of the way. So that's what I'm all about is, is freedom for people. 
Yeah, and so much of it is what you talked about earlier in the show. And I just want to let people know, Jennifer, for you, you know, you're talking about the process that identifies the trigger, that identifies the fueling behind the trigger. And we usually miss that step. Uh, and then learning how to relax and release, whatever it is, learning how to do that. And once we can do that, you know, and that's where I say the light bulb went on for me, is you realize that you're holding on to a story. You know, you're holding on to some version of a story. And your story can be a 10-second story. It's still a story that you've got. Mm -hmm. Um, and then move beyond it. And you've really opened up the door for people to work with you on that. You know, thank you for today. I would love to hear from you and know your personal message. And again, let folks know how they can get one of those consultations with you. Oh, great. Well, yes. Yeah, so you can uh, email me at jennifer at quantumtouch.com and I'll set you up with a free 30-minute consultation. We'll talk about what you want to create and how we can get there. And um, my whole thing is about uh, freedom, like creating the life that you love, um, helping people feel hope and inspired. I know right now it's really challenging for a lot of people to, sometimes I get challenged by it too. You know, we feel yeah. like hopeless or we're a victim and, and that whole type of thinking. And I want to help people out of that, give some people some hope and some inspiration and a, a pathway to get, to get what you truly want in life. And, and that's really what I'm about. I love it. Jennifer, thank you so much for today. Uh, thank you for your message. And again, that email one more time so people can sign up with you. Uh, sure. It's Jennifer at quantumtouch.com. If you just email me and we'll, uh, we'll set up a free consultation. So I, my message to all everybody out there, don't, don't give up on your manifestation dream. And what Jennifer is talking about is how often we will compromise on it only because we just don't have the solution that you identified today in the show. And so ask yourself the question, what would it really look like? What would be possible if I could just manifest that dream I have today and figure out what's holding me back, why I'm running in place? Yeah, life is not a jump roping exercise, although jump roping is great exercise. It's more like taking the gold at the marathon. Thank you. Thank you, Jennifer, for everything today. Thank you so much for joining me. Great. Well, thank you. I really appreciate being on the show. Thank you.